Our new book, The Art of Business Wars, features stories and lessons from history's greatest business rivalries, with powerful insights uncovered through hundreds of episodes of Business Wars. Go to Wondery.com forward slash The Art of Business Wars to order your copy now. Join Wondery Plus to listen to Business Wars one week early and ad-free in the Wondery app. Just download the Wondery app in your Apple or Google Play mobile app store today. A listener note, this episode contains adult language and may not be suitable for all listeners. It's March 2004 at the NBC studios in Burbank, California. NBC Universal President Jeff Zucker is sitting in the dungeon across from Jay Leno. The dungeon is Leno's filthy man cave next to his Tonight Show dressing room. It smells like stale pizza. So, Jay, I've got some good news for you. We're extending your contract through 2009. Hey, that is good news, Jeff. Leno leans back on his beat-up couch and pops open a Coke. The room is littered with crushed soda cans and grease-stained takeout boxes. Zucker finds it disgusting, but he manages a weak smile before he gets on with business. Uh, one more thing, Jay. At the end of your contract, we'll be transitioning the show to Conan. Leno sips his Coke. His expression is blank, but his mind is reeling. He feels like he's been sucker-punched. End of your contract? Transitioning? Did this guy just say NBC is forcing him out for the second time? And they've obviously already talked to Conan about this. Zucker plucks a stray Cheeto off his suit coat and continues. I want to emphasize, Jay, we're very happy with your work on tonight. We are at number one, Jeff. Of course we are, and I'm sure your success will continue. We just need to give Conan a guarantee that he can step in down the road. You understand the network doesn't want to lose him. Leno raises his eyebrows and nods, maintaining his loyal employee game face as he gets the wrenching subtext. NBC is more concerned with Conan than their number one man. Uh, No, we, we don't want to lose Conan, and I don't want any bad blood between me and him over this. Zucker is relieved to hear that. The feuding between Letterman and Leno was, and still is, bitter and very public. When Letterman left NBC for CBS in 93, the fallout was bad. Even now, Letterman is bitter that he didn't get to replace Johnny Carson, a job he felt he deserved. Uh, One thing, Jeff. Can NBC announce my extension deal first without mentioning the Conan part? That way it doesn't look like you're shuffling me out the door. Of course, Jay. How about we drop the Conan news, say, six months after yours? Okay, I can live with that. Zucker exits the dungeon for the fresh air of the hallway. He's feeling good about what just went down. Leno seems fine with the plan, and he's being reasonable. And Conan's already agreed to wait until Leno's extended contract is up. Zucker thinks this all just might work out. But back on the dungeon couch... One thought is stuck in Leno's head. I'm getting fired, so Conan can have The Tonight Show. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies' Black Friday in July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business. And be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus... 
Get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak with a Dell Technologies advisor today. Louisiana has unmistakably unique culture, world-class cuisine, and the nation's top-ranked workforce development program. This incredible state's business environment is powerful, rich, and diverse. It's the gateway to 38 states and the world with a port system delivering the most domestic cargo in the U.S. It's also where NASA and higher ed partners build rockets that will transport the first women to the moon. Discover Louisiana's investment resources at OpportunityLouisiana.com to learn how your company can gain a competitive advantage in Louisiana. From Wondery, I'm David Brown, and this is Business Wars. In the last episode, David Letterman jumped ship to CBS, toning down his fine-tuned sense of sarcasm and hijinks for the earlier, more sedate 11.30 slot. And for the next two years, Letterman hammered Leno's ratings. But Leno ultimately pulled tonight into the top position and remained there. Meanwhile, an unknown writer with no on-air experience named Conan O'Brien landed Letterman's old late-night show on NBC. And after a shaky start, he carved out a strong following that brought him a serious offer from Fox Broadcasting. But NBC kept Conan by dangling the Tonight Show prize, the ultimate dream gig. Now, the final conflict between Leno, Letterman, Conan, and a handful of aspiring newcomers is about to play out. A new generation of hosts is peeling off segments of the crucial 18 to 35-year-old demographic. And new technology allows viewers to watch shows at any time of day, creating a new battleground for the networks. This is Episode 6, Late Night Stars Collide. It's September 27, 2004 at NBC Studios in Burbank, California. Jay Leno is behind the Tonight Show desk, looking into the camera that sends his image out to millions of viewers. He's got an unusually serious expression on his face. You know, this show is like a dynasty. You, you hold it, and then you hand it off to the next person. And I don't want to see all the fighting and all, and who's better, and nasty things back and forth in the press. So right now, here it is. Conan, it's yours. See you in five years, buddy. Okay. Clear enough. By the time Leno's declaration is broadcast that September evening in Burbank, Conan has signed his Tonight Show deal with NBC at Rockefeller Center in New York City. And to guarantee that the network won't back out over the lengthy five-year waiting period, his agents negotiate a major clause. If NBC doesn't put Conan behind the Tonight Show desk, Conan pockets $45 million dollars. Meanwhile, Letterman's Late Show is losing the fight against Leno's Tonight Show. And Tonight is far more profitable for NBC than The Late Show is for CBS. Leno's mass appeal is winning out. 
Letterman's snark brand has teetered for years between charming and obnoxious. Back in 1986, in mid-interview, Cher famously called him an asshole. Now his sour edge is turning viewers off. Letterman tells the New York Times, We prevailed for a while and then I lost my way a little bit, quite a little bit. And at that point, there was not much I could do about it. People just liked watching his show more than they liked watching my show. And Letterman is wearing his bitterness on his sleeve. He has no interest in being a network cheerleader or glad-handing advertisers or affiliates. For his 10th anniversary at CBS in 2003, neither Letterman nor CBS offers any kind of celebration. From 1998 to 2002, Letterman wins five Emmy Awards, but he doesn't even show up to accept them. In a 2008 interview with Rolling Stone magazine, he admits, I'm not working as hard as I used to. All I have to do, really, is pick out a tie and sit down. Despite Leno's take-one-for-the-team demeanor with Jeff Zucker, six months after their dungeon meeting, Leno is unhappy playing the loyal soldier to NBC, only to be treated like a reliable old car tossed off his junk. But with Helen Kushnick gone... He has no manager, no agent, and no one in his camp. Now, despite himself, he's putting up with it. On The Late Show, Letterman notices and nails him for it. When NBC said to Jay, you know what, Conan's going to take over your job in five years, that's when you say, okay, fine, no hard feelings. You call ABC, you call Fox, you try to get my job, you leave. You don't, you don't, yeah, yeah, okay, but I'll be in the lobby, you know, if you need me. Don't hang around. But Letterman only knows the half of it. Leno is being wooed by Fox and ABC, and Sony Pictures is offering a syndication deal. They'll all share a common, baffling thought. Why would NBC even think of dumping Leno? He's pushed tonight to number one and is earning the network up to $100 million a year. Meanwhile, Leno's dropping passive-aggressive hints around the Tonight offices that he's considering a move. Hints that make their way to Zucker, who knows he can't let that happen. Right now, NBC is floundering behind CBS and ABC. If Conan washes out and Zucker allows Leno to leave NBC, it could be disastrous. As Leno's five-year contract extension winds down, Zucker comes up with a plan. Move Leno to primetime. The 10 p.m. slot on NBC has been dying on the vine. Zucker thinks Leno could rescue it with a -a five-night-a-week show similar to The Tonight Show, minus the desk. It would cost far less to produce than a drama series, and Zucker thinks the format could revolutionize primetime programming. Zucker offers Leno a two-year deal with a $30 million per year salary starting in the fall. Leno's never felt comfortable with primetime, but ever the devoted employee, he reluctantly agrees. On September 8, 2008, Jeff Zucker reveals his plan to Conan and his executive producer, Jeff Ross. The pair can hardly believe what they're hearing. Leno at 10 p.m.? (laughs) Leno in primetime? Leno will be on right before him, still doing a monologue and talking to guests. Zucker says the show will be a great lead-in to The Tonight Show. But Conan sees it as a nightly reminder of exactly what Leno was doing before. 
just as Conan is trying to establish his own identity with Tonight. On February 20th, 2009, after 16 years and 2,725 shows, Conan does his last episode of Late Night. He'll move to California to take over The Tonight Show in a few weeks. Former SNL star Jimmy Fallon will inherit Late Night, handpicked by executive producer Lorne Michaels, just like Conan. On the final show, during a laundry list of thank yous, Conan doesn't betray any of his trepidation about Leno. The Tonight Show under Jay Leno has been a powerhouse. Uh, His success uh, turned into success for us. Uh, I owe that man a great deal. I'm thrilled that we uh, get to be friends for all of our time in television and that he will continue to be my lead-in. And I'm thrilled that we're on the same network. And so my thanks to Jay Leno for all he's done for me. As Conan moves into tonight at 11.30, he's up against his idol Letterman, who's struggling at CBS. And late-night comedy shows are proliferating. There's ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live, and at Comedy Central, Jon Stewart's Daily Show and Stephen Colbert's show, The Colbert Report. At 12.30, there's The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson on CBS. None present a serious threat. Conan's only real competition is right there at NBC. Jay Leno. The Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien debuts on June 1st, 2009. And it kills. The show draws 9 million viewers, easily topping Letterman among 18 to 35-year-olds. But among other demographics, Letterman is still beating Conan. That worries Jeff Zucker and his powerful mentor, Dick Ebersol, president of NBC Sports. They think Conan seems uncomfortable and tense on the show. And his oddball fringe guest bookings, like former SNL cast members Kevin Nealon and Norm MacDonald, aren't driving numbers. Despite the fact that Conan has lowered the average viewing age from 56 to 46, a remarkable achievement, Ebersol still sees Conan as too offbeat for the 11.30 slot. He worries that instead of Conan driving the older demographic to Leno in primetime, they'll just leave altogether. Show. NBC's new half-hour experiment premieres on September 14th, 2009, just before the 11 o'clock news. Initially, Leno's devotees stick with him. His primetime debut draws 18.4 million, more than double Conan's numbers. But critics aren't impressed, and two months in, ratings plummet. Audiences used to dramas at 10 aren't switching their allegiance to Leno, not even during reruns. Leno's waning popularity drags down viewership by a staggering 50%. Affiliates begin dropping the show. By November, they're demanding blood. And Conan is feeling the sting, too. Not only is Leno not delivering viewers to Conan, he's driving them away. Since Leno's debut, Tonight hasn't even tied Letterman, let alone beat him. Now, the affiliates across the country and the Conan camp at NBC are aligned. Leno's primetime attempt is sucking the life out of everything in its wake. The network has a very serious problem. And it's up to NBC Universal President Jeff Gaspin to fix it. 
It's the night of January 5th, 2010 at NBC Studios in Burbank, California. Jeff Gaspin arrives at Jay Leno's dressing room for a hastily scheduled meeting. Come on in, Jeff. After the perfunctory small talk, tension is building. Leno knows the affiliates aren't happy. He breaks the ice. So, what's up? I'm sorry, Jay, but we're dropping your show. Leno plays it cool, as usual. Okay. How do you want to handle it? I'd like you to move back to 1130. Hey, uh, that's great. The implication is clear. He's getting The Tonight Show back. But Gaspin continues. It's going to be a half-hour show, Jay. A half-hour? So where's Conan going? He'll be on at midnight. Everything moves back. You, Conan, and Fallon. And Conan will keep tonight. Leno stares at Gaspin. Look, Jay, we can't lose you and Conan. The network would be in terrible shape. But we have to do something. Well, okay, but is Conan going to accept all this? Gaspin smiles. I'm sure he'll get on board. Well, if Conan's in, so am I. Gaspin leaves the room relieved but he's still got Conan hanging in the balance. If he balks, Gaspin doesn't want to think about the crisis NBC will be in. But if Gaspin's plan doesn't work, NBC's late-night block could disintegrate and the whole network could fall apart like a house of cards. Where's my order? Where's my order? Where's my order? Break free from customer support monotony. Welcome to Intercom for Customer Support, the business messenger that uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Intercom's business messenger resolves questions that can be answered automatically, so customer support feels less like Groundhog Day and more like help is on the way. Go to intercom.com slash support to learn more about Intercom's business messenger for customer support. Birthdays, holidays, promotions, getting that last sprinkle donut. There's a lot in this world worth celebrating, but nothing is worth celebrating more than knowledge, especially knowledge that will pay off, like understanding how compound interest works, knowing how to check your investment professional's background, or figuring out your risk tolerance or finally understanding all those terms your friends keep throwing around like ETF, ESG, and ICO. Go to Investor.gov today to learn about these investment products and more. How much do you already know about investing? Find out by putting your financial knowledge to the test with their new investment quiz. Investor.gov is your unbiased resource for valuable investment information, tools, and tips. Before you invest, Investor.gov. It's the morning of January 7th, 2010 at NBC Universal Studios in Hollywood. Driving into work, Conan O'Brien hears on the radio that NBC is canceling the Jay Leno show. The story was leaked to an internet site and quickly moved to national news. He has no idea what this means for The Tonight Show. Once Conan gets to the NBC lot, he heads for Gaspin's office. Gaspin confirms the report. Ratings are sinking fast. 
The affiliates are talking mutiny. The new lineup, Leno at 11.30, Conan at midnight, Fallon at 1, is a desperate solution. Conan speaks up. After waiting for five years to take over The Tonight Show, the irony that he's now getting bumped from his time slot by Leno is not lost on him. I understand this is a difficult situation for you, but six years ago, NBC made a deal with me for tonight at the traditional time slot. I sacrificed other opportunities and a lot of money to stay loyal to NBC. Then Leno moves voluntarily to 10. That created a shit lead-in for us, and our ratings have suffered. Now, you want to move us to after midnight. That's not even tonight anymore. It's tomorrow. I get your frustration, but it can work. Now, Leno's okay with it. I've spoken with Fallon and Lauren Michaels. They have no problems. Okay, so before we had a 30-minute break between us and Leno for local news. Now you want Leno doing a monologue and having a guest, followed by me doing a monologue and a guest, followed by Fallon. Do I need to continue? It's a hot mess, Jeff. Gaspin doesn't have a response. Look, Conan, I don't need an answer this second. I, I just think about it, please. With the clock ticking, Conan huddles with his representatives to determine what the hell to do. One thing instantly becomes clear. The nightmare at NBC will make for rich monologue material. NBC lawyers have asked me to refer to this program as the sometime at night show with some white guy. So Leno doesn't hold back either. See, my people have said, Conan's people have said, hey, NBC said they want a drama at 10. Now they got it. Now they got it. Letterman smells blood and can't resist taking jabs at his old network. And I want to tell you something. A lot of people criticize these executives at NBC, but don't kid yourselves. If they didn't know what they're doing, they wouldn't be there. (laughs) It's the night of January 8th at the Brentwood Lounge in Los Angeles. Conan's longtime manager Rick Rosen is relaxing with a cocktail when his phone rings. It's NBC Universal CEO Jeff Zucker, Gaspin's boss. Rosen better take it. Hello, Rick. I don't know if you've seen tomorrow's New York Times yet, but an unnamed network source says your client hasn't accepted NBC's proposal and isn't in any rush to do so. I'm just going to ask you straight, is this coming from you? Rosen is shocked. No way. I did not talk to the Times or anyone else, Jeff. I don't know where that... Don't play me, Rick. I want an answer from Conan, and I want it fast. You're his agent, so I assume you've read his contract. Now, I can pay him or play him. You want to with me? I can put him on ice for the next two years. You'll get an answer when we're ready. That better be soon. On January 11th, 2010... After a weekend of gut-churning anxiety, Conan decides to make a statement. That night, pacing the floor of his living room, he begins dictating his thoughts to his wife as she types at the computer. He spills his heart out, his feelings about The Tonight Show border on sacred. By 8 a.m., a sleepless Conan is at The Tonight offices with his inner circle. They come up with a statement that they know could explode in their faces. But Conan is at the edge, staring into the late-night abyss. 
As far as he's concerned, he's got everything to lose and therefore nothing to lose. An assistant hits send and the manifesto is released to the world. It's addressed to people of Earth. In part, it reads, After only seven months with my Tonight Show in its infancy, NBC has decided to react to their terrible difficulties in primetime by making a change in their long-established late-night schedule. I sincerely believe that delaying The Tonight Show into the next day to accommodate another comedy program will seriously damage what I consider to be the greatest franchise in the history of broadcasting. The Tonight Show at 12.05 simply isn't The Tonight Show. I cannot participate in what I honestly believe is its destruction. Conan's release rocks NBC, but he's hardly finished. On his January 13th show, Conan unleashes the joke that sums his feelings up perfectly. Hosting The Tonight Show has been the fulfillment of a lifelong dream for me. And I just want to say to the kids out there watching, you can do anything you want in life. Yeah. Yeah, unless Jay Leno wants to do it too. (laughs) The heat-seeking one-liner hits its target. As far as the NBC executives are concerned... It's time to end this fiasco. Conan makes it easy for them. There is breaking news now on Fox News Channel. Conan O'Brien has just announced he is leaving NBC. He will not do The Tonight Show at, what is it, 12.05 after the new Jay Leno proposed program. The network and Conan's camp negotiated a departure settlement and announced it on January 21st. Conan will walk away with roughly $45 million. He pockets around $32 million, and the rest goes to pay off his staff. And as the Today Show announces, with Conan out of the picture, NBC company man Jay Leno gets his old gig back. Jay Leno is expected to return to his old new job on The Tonight Show as of March 1st. That's the first Monday after the Olympics end. As for Conan O'Brien, we said that he was free to seek other television opportunities. Well, under the terms of this deal, he's allowed to be on television somewhere as of September 1st. Though both Leno and Conan have loyal supporters and vicious critics, public and media sentiment is overwhelmingly in Conan's camp. Leno is depicted as a greedy, two-faced schemer stealing his Tonight Show job back now that his primetime ratings are falling. But Leno doesn't understand the backlash. From his perspective, it's a simple business decision. Conan's ratings were sagging. Conan wasn't adapting to the audience demands of the old time slot. If NBC wanted a change, why wouldn't Leno take his old job back? Conan, on the other hand, is depicted as the noble hero fighting against the NBC corporate machine, a man with heart and a sense of humor. But winning the PR wars won't help him win the ratings battle. By March, Leno is back in his old time slot. After flirting with other networks on April 12th, Conan signs with the Atlanta-based cable network TBS. His new show, Conan, debuts in November 2010 with 4 million viewers, easily besting the competition, The Daily Show and The Colbert Report. But it doesn't last. Ratings fall, though TBS sticks with him for the long haul. The show will continue until June 2021, when Conan will move to a weekly variety series on HBO Max. 
In May of 2015, David Letterman retires from CBS, handing his show to Stephen Colbert. The final episode draws nearly 14 million viewers. After a slow start, Leno brings The Tonight Show back up to speed. He maintains the number one position in late night until his retirement in 2014. Jimmy Fallon succeeds him in the host seat. His first monologue pays homage to the hosts who preceded him. I'm Jimmy Fallon, and I'll be your host for now. (laughs) Of course, I wouldn't be here tonight if it weren't for the previous Tonight Show host, so I want to say thank you to Steve Allen, Jack Parr, Johnny Carson, Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien, and Jay Leno. Very, very nice. Amazing. In November 2020, Fallon's Tonight Show was placing a consistent third with a paltry 1.5 million viewers, trailing ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live with 1.7 million viewers, and CBS's Late Night with Stephen Colbert's nearly 3 million. It's a far cry from Johnny Carson's heyday in the 1970s, when The Tonight Show averaged 17 million viewers nightly. By 2015, the late night wars are over. The very personal, very public attacks that ricocheted between Leno, Letterman, Conan, and the big three networks are a thing of the past. Current late night hosts are little more than wisecracking rivals plagued by decreasing ratings, struggling to bond with millennials and Gen Z viewers, And Chelsea Handler, Samantha Bee, and Lily Singh, the first openly queer host in TV history, have broadened the traditional late-night host boys club. Viewing and delivery platforms have expanded, allowing audiences to segment into smaller and smaller niches. Streaming allows audiences to watch whatever they want, whenever they want. Today, YouTube and social media clips posted by the respective shows get far more views than the shows themselves. Late-night shows rely on a long-standing formula. Monologue, guests, comedy. That can only change so much. But what makes or breaks a show will always hinge on one thing. The host. As an aging Johnny Carson once said to a young, nervous Conan O'Brien, Just be yourself. It's the only way it can work. On the next episode... As more millennials cut the cord, the late-night wars shift from staking out time slots to creating must-see viral moments. We'll be talking with Meredith Blake, entertainment reporter for the Los Angeles Times, about what's changed in late-night since the wars ended and where it's all going in the future. From Wondery, this is the final episode of our six-part series, Late Night Wars for Business Wars. If you like our show, please give us a five-star rating and a review, and be sure to tell your friends. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, the Wondery app, or wherever you're listening right now. Join Wondery Plus and the Wondery app to listen one week early and ad-free. You'll also find some links and offers from our sponsors in the episode notes. Supporting them helps us keep offering our shows for free. Another way you can support the show is by filling out a small survey at wondery.com survey and tell us which business stories you'd like to hear. A quick note about recreations you've been hearing. In most cases, we can't know exactly what was said. Those scenes are dramatizations, but they're based on historical research. We use many sources when researching our stories, but we especially recommend Bill Carter's books, The Late Shift and The War for Late Night, Johnny Carson by Henry Bushkin, and Letterman, The Last Giant of Late Night by Jason Zinneman. 
I'm your host, David Brown. Peter Gilstrap wrote this story. Karen Lowe is our senior producer and editor. Edited and produced by Emily Frost. Sound designed by Kyle Randall. Kate Young is our associate producer. Our executive producers are Jenny Lauer-Beckman and Marshall Louie. Created by Hernan Lopez. For Wondery. Looking for the hottest takes and the spiciest celebrity gossip? Look no further. Welcome to Rich and Daily, the all-new podcast from Wondery that's going to bring you up to speed on all of Hollywood's most current secrets and scandals. Need to know what Harry and Meghan are up to? What's the latest in Britney's conservatorship hearing? We've got you covered. I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams, and along with my bestie and fellow celeb news fanatic, Brooke Sifrin, we're bringing you the latest entertainment gossip every Monday through Friday. Is that rumor you heard about Rihanna true? If it is, you better believe we'll have something to say about it. So if you want to be in the know about who's been seen with whom and who's in and who's out, join us on Rich and Daily, because we don't just listen to the rumor mill. We give you the celebrity facts as they happen. Listen to Rich and Daily on Amazon Music, or you can listen to episodes ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. With Rich and Daily, feel the gossip. Wondery, feel the story.